Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Peace to the God. First world order radio. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air, no doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that Buddha consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio, every Wednesday, 8 p.m., we got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this is the hottest day of the week. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. Some of prominent parts, voices, or instruments. In existence, an indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the group based on value with natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm gonna drop okay. it off. 
Brothers here, Brother Lane is back with us. Uh, what about Sister uh, Rasheen, uh, uh, your, your, your wife? She's not here you know, yet, but she will be. Okay, no, she's great. not here okay. yet, Baba. She, she will okay. be. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to cut through the chase on uh, presenting narrative on the, uh, the history and origin of the Bible. Um, All right. When the seat of Christianity was moved out of Northeast Africa uh, in 1492, uh, that seat of the Bible, of, 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 of the Christianity was called the Church of Hagia Sophia. So when that, when John the Eighth in 1492 uh, transferred that church out of uh, Northeast Africa into Italy. Um, that is the beginning of where I'm going to start my narrative for the beginning of biblical Bible literature. Now, while that was being done, um, in Germany, a German by the name of Johannes Gutenberg had invented a printing press with movable print, the only one of its kind in the world at that time. Uh, he needed money to sustain his everyday living, and he borrowed money from a capitalist by the name of Johannes Fuss, F-U-S-T, who also lived in Germany. And uh, Johannes Fuss, the capitalist, seeing that uh, the seat of Christianity was in uh, Italy at the time and was the only, uh, let's say, religious uh, theology that was being preached or used in the world, he said, well, since I have the only printing press, uh, I can now, uh, you know, print literature that will be uh, used by the world throughout uh, the people and the world throughout the world. So he... uh, uh, called on another German by the name of Johannes Rusman, who uh, joined his team to help him uh, collaborate on creating some literature uh, for uh, Christianity and stop monopoly that the Roman Catholic Church had on the entire world. Uh, so forth, uh, Christian uh, ideology and belief and practice is concerned. So he called on Johannes Rusen, another German, to do just that. So they decide they decided to pack up their belongings out of Germany. Text the printing press up. 
pat their bags on. And um, I didn't see you turn. I thought you slowed down. So I thought maybe you going to the um to the food line or something in order to get sugar some, some food or something. No, I thought you was right behind me till I got onto the highway. You're breaking up and talking to my, my narrative on the Bible. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. You know, if you want to do that, mute your phone. So anyway, getting back to you aren't supposed with the right idea. Or since you have having the only printing press and the printer. Um, on there, Jim. And see, you're supposed to and cut off the tickets, cut off the stuff?
Yes, I can hear you. Let me know when you all occupied with something. You'll be right back. All right. We 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 ready, Baba. You all that that the conversation that you were having was interrupting my history and origin of the Bible. All right. And do I have I'll start over again. Yes, you have the floor, Baba. Okay, I don't want no interruptions now, no more. All right, right. I'm going to start. For the listening audience, I'm going to start all over again to bring you the history and origin of the Bible. The seed of Christianity had been moved out of northeast Africa, out of Constantinople. Today, Constantinople is called Istanbul, Turkey. And the church, which was the first seat of Christianity, was called the Church of Hagia Sophia. So, since it was imminent that the Ottoman Turks were going to come through the double-walled city of Constantinople and seize the church of Hagia Sophia. John the Eighth in 1492 penned that there was an imminent threat by the Ottoman Turks. He moved that seat. I'm going to try to cut through the chase. After moving that seat to Italy, um, getting permission and asking for a lot of land from the Roman authorities in Rome. The Roman authorities allotted land on the outskirts of Rome near the catacomb where the church stands today. Um, they put out a call to Spain to have the Moors to come into Spain, build a church for the Roman Catholics and the Roman Catholic Church and the Roman Catholic religion called Christianity. That was in 1445. In the meantime, in Germany, was a man by the name of Johannes Gutenberg who had invented a printing press with movable print. He could not sustain himself, so he borrowed money from another German by the name of Johann Fuss, F-U-S-T, was a capitalist. Seeing that the only religious institution in the world was the Roman Catholic Church, which had been established 
uh, on the outskirts of Rome by the Moors who were asked to come into Italy to do just that. So, John Spurs, the capitalist, got the bright idea and said, well, I have to get a piece of that pie. So what he did, after meeting another gentleman by the name of John Jerusalem, they all packed up and moved to Italy. Now the first Bible that was created was in 1475, 30 years after the Roman Catholic Church in Italy was established. In his team of people, I'm talking in the team of John Jerusalem, he had this other German by the name of Johannes Ruflin to join his team. And they came up with an idea, said, well, we have to present literature uh, for that religion uh, called Christianity. So, Johann Ruflin called on two of his classmates that they went to school together in Florence, Italy. He called on Marcello Fortino and he called on Pico della Mondola. Those are his two classmates that helped him collaborate on the creation of the world's first Bible. That was done in Italy, in a town called Bologna, Italy, and they used the Greek alphabet to create that Bible. And that Bible, after it was created, was called the Gutenberg Bible, dedicated to Johannes Gutenberg, the printer or the owner of the printing press, the first printing press with movable print. Let's go to the next step. The Roman Catholic Church did not have any literature that that was printed for religious ideology. So they called on a playwright by the name of Dissidius Erasmus. Dissidius Erasmus was a homosexual. Now, I'm telling you this, not to be a homophobic, which I'm not, but you need to know this information as it is in reality 
the information that you should know about. Erasmus um, in fifteen sixteen, after he was commissioned by Pope Alexander the Sixth to write something a way of literature for the Roman Catholic Church. In the meantime, Erasmus was a playwright of Europe who had written The Praise of Folly, The Inceridium, and Adages. Those are his three worldwide known uh, plays that he writ- had written at that time. In 1516, after being commissioned by Pope Alexander VI in 1500, after 16 years, he came out with what is known as, as the Novum Instrumentum. Novum means new instrument. And in 1519, they changed it to the Novum Testamentum, or the New Testament. New Testament contains three Gospels, Mark, Matthew, and Luke. It is also called Q-L-E literature, or Q-literature, which means some scholars say that Matthew is a source for Mark, uh, that Matthew is a source for uh, Mark and uh, Luke, and that some sources say that Mark is a source for Matthew and Luke. So, give or take. So he set out and he came up with the second Bible called the Synoptic Gospels, which consisted of, like I said before, I'm repeating, of Mark, Matthew, and Luke, the Gospels, sometimes called Q literature or QLA literature. Those are the first three manuscripts of his nine of the New Testament. The other two uh, books that he added was one and two Corinthians. That makes five books. Then he went on to add one and two Peter, which makes seven books. And then he went on to add Galatians and Epistle to the Romans. Those are his nine manuscripts that he contributed uh, to the world of biblical literature. Now, so at the same time that he came out with this literature that I just mentioned, 
his friend, his, one of his personal friends, William Tyndale, was the first uh, European to translate Erasmus' Bible into English. That was in 1525. In, uh, in, in, in 1527, a, a Dutchman from, 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 from the Netherlands by the name of Jacob van Leisfeld in 1527, put the Old Testament, which is was the Gutenberg Bible, and the New Testament, which is the Noble Instrumental written by Erasmus, under one cover. And he called it uh, the Holy Bible. So that was the first time in history that this these two Bibles were put up under one cover and, and labeled the Holy Bible. That's in 1527. In 1539, a man by the name of Miles Coverdale created three Bibles. One was called the Great Bible dedicated to King James of England. The second Bible that Miles Coverdale created was called the Cramner Bible dedicated to the ecclesiastical advisor or the religious advisor to Henry VIII, Thomas Cramner, called the Cramner Bible. And in 1531, the last Bible that he created was called the Geneva Bible. So you have those three Bibles in the world today. Now, in the meantime, the Roman Catholic Church having in their possession a Bible that pertains to uh, Christianity and Catholicism. They, the Roman Catholic Church, called for the first ecumenical council in Europe history. And that council meeting was called the Council of Trent in Trent, Italy. That went on from 1445 for 18 years until, until uh, I'm sorry, went on for 1545 until for eight for eight, 18 years until uh, 1563. Uh, now organizers 
doing was they it was creating a censored Bible. It was taking out things that they didn't like, putting in things in its place that they did like. So it was a censored Bible created by the Roman Catholic Church. And they did this for 18 years until you come up to the time of the Dewey Bible created by the French Roman Catholics. They are called, it was called the Douay Bible, written by the French friars. The French friars are French Catholics. And they came out with the Bible in uh, uh, 18, I'm sorry, it came out with the Bible in, uh, in France called the Douay Bible in uh, 1563. Um, okay. And uh, that Bible, I'm sorry, they came out with that Bible in 1610. It's called the Douay Bible, or the, written by the French Catholics of, of, of France. And they are known as the French Friars. And so in, in 1610, they came out with this Douay Bible, a census Bible. Uh, and then it was called the New Testament. And it's also called the Old Testament. But it was a census Bible by the Roman Catholic Church. So the next year after that, um, another Bible was created. It was created by Sir Henry Bacon, Elancelot Andrews. And that Bible was called the King James Version. The King James Version of the Bible was dedicated to King James. A lot of people think that King James wrote the Bible. No, he didn't, right? He wrote, he, was, he had a Bible dedicated to him called the King James Version, created by uh, uh, Henry Baker and Elancelot Andrews okay, in 1611. That Bible that they created was also called the Unabridged. Bible, right to this day. Why on? Why was it called the Unabridged Bible? Because it could be used by any Protestant church throughout the world. Now, let me tell you one more thing. In fifteen, uh, 
17, a year after Erasmus had created this noble instrumentum, Johann Spuss had financed a man by the name of Martin Luther to start the Protestant movement against the Roman Catholic Church so they can break up that monopoly. And, and, that, and that may pave the way for anybody that wanted a church that, that is not connected with the Roman Catholic Church could have a church. Know today as the Protestant Church or Protestant churches that are still involved today. And that Bible that was created and dedicated to King James called uh, the King James Version of the Bible, with it being unabridged, the reason why the non-Catholic affiliated churches now can have literature for their own. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have narrated at this point the history and origin of the Bible. And Brother Alain, I will take a question. Anybody have a question? Uh, should they press 1 on their phone to get into the chat room where we are, Brother Alain? Yes, Baba. So anybody have a question, just press 1 on your phone, and you can be in the chat room with us, and you can ask questions. One of the questions is, was Francis Bacon actually William Shakespeare? Francis Bacon what now? Was Francis Bacon actually William Shakespeare? No. The Bible, the, the King James Version, was already in existence before the birth of it's supposed uh, William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare's birthday is 1565. Okay? And that Bible uh, came out in, in uh, for, uh, for the King James in 1611. You see? So no, uh, I'm sorry. He, his birthday is, is, is 1665. Okay. So the Bible was already out. If there were a king, uh, 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 if there were a uh, Shakespeare, the Bible was already in existence a uh, hundred years before he was born. So that would be my answer. Okay. Okay. Do anyone have any other questions? If so, please press 1, raise your hand, and I'll connect you to Baba Walter Williams. Hold on. We have a question from area code 314. Area code 314, you can ask your question. What's going on, Walter? How you doing? Yes, who is this? It's Pianchi. Brother Pianchi, how you doing, my man? You know, I'm doing fine. 
you you are the, probably the only living person left that can give a chronological and historical content of the Bible. And I remember, I think the first time I heard you was probably in 1980, but I remember that night that I took you and Dr. Ben to dinner at Red Lobster. And you got the mildin' off, and this Dr. Ben raised his cane, and he was getting ready to beat you, but I stopped it. <laughs> so, well, we've been around a long time, Walter. That's been a long time, Brother Bianca. Let me tell you. It's good to hear you. It's good to hear you, my friend. It's good to hear you, my friend. You, you over 90 years old, you're still doing it. I'm 92, Brother Pianchi. Wow. And see, everything that what? I narrate to you is not by notes. It's by coming off the top of my head, by by memory. Okay? So now, Absolutely. Let, me give, let me give a little uh, history about the relationship between Brother Pianchi uh, and myself. Uh, Brother Pianchi... I uh, lived in St. Louis, and Pianca would, would bring me into St. Louis along with another little brother by the name of, what's that brother's name, Pianca? His name was Kali. You and Kali would bring me into uh into St. Louis to give lectures. And you set up a lecture and a platform where I could be on the same platform with Dr. Ben. And that was an honor for me to be on the same platform with Dr. Ben, even though we butted heads. Which is good. So I just want to give a, a little information about you, Brother Pianchi, and what you have done, uh, and, uh, and 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 my relationship, my relationship to you and Brother Kali, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks for calling, my well, brother. We appreciate it. Yeah, we still around, and we always love to hear you. <clears throat> and uh, to the host, that information he just gave you on the history of the Bible, and he does another one on the Ecumenical Council meetings. That lays down the tenets we have. Don't lose it if you ever get it. All right. Appreciate Thank you, it. Brother Pianchi. Thank you for your call. Appreciate you. Love you. Are, are there any other calls, Brother Arlene? Um, yes, we have other, yes, we have other callers, Baba. Um, anyone else has a question to ask? Dr. Walter Williams, on the historical origin of the Bible, or either his books in which that he has, in which the historical origin of Christianity, historical origin of Islam, and he has another book in which that is coming out dealing with ancient Egypt. So um, come on and ask some questions. Well, uh, uh, Brother Williams, Baba Williams, uh, 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 this is Brother Fahim. Uh, Yes, 
I, I, you did an excellent work on that, remembering like that, remembering all the uh, uh, the events, <coughs> everything that happened, everything that went, uh, that was written down, dealing with Christianity, Islam, and uh, Egypt. And I have to commend you on that. Commend you on that. Thank and you. A man your age and to have a memory like that, that's extraordinary. Extraordinary. Right. Thank you so much, my brother. I appreciate your your, your comments. And no your, problem. And your, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I I, I I'm 92 years old, and I I do everything by memory. So therefore, I have to practice this like a musician practices an instrument. I practice it so I can keep my mind sharp. I may be a senior citizen, not a senile citizen. So (laughs) (laughs) I keep my mind sharp so I can give this information to people in the African community because no one else is giving and bringing this form and type of information to our community. And my new book is coming out. It's going to change the whole world of thinking, change the whole entire world, especially the African world. So I'm looking forward to completing this book by the end of this year. It's called Dispelling Myth of Ancient Egypt. So I got some dynamite chapters in there. Change the, the spiritual, mental direction of our people living today as I speak. You see? So I got a, for instance, I got a chapter. Oh, by the way, if you don't have my first two books, Historical Origin of Christianity, whereby I'm saying there's never been a, a man that walked the earth in human form of any race, people call by the name of a Jesus Christ. Get that book. It's been out for 30 years. And my second book, you need to have also. It's called The Historical Origin of Islam. There's never, never been a man that ever walked every human form of a race creator called by the name of a prophet Muhammad of Islamic tradition. You need that book. That's right. Uh, I got the one I'm not with trying Christianity. to tell you a book. Uh, I'm not trying to tell you no book. I don't make a living selling books. I don't make a living coming on radio show, such as the platform that Aline have allowed me to come on. And I don't make a living doing that. I give my information to you freely. I don't charge for that. Only if if I'm invited to come out of town and give a lecture, then I'll charge you an honorarium. It's no more than right. 
and uh, so forth and so on. But um, I, I, I practice this and these dates. I practice them like a musician practices and a musical instrument. I want you to know that in one chapter of the book, I got a new book I'm talking about. I got civilization. Our African ancient Egyptians gift to the world. That's what they gave to the world. Brought civilization to this world. We're the only people on earth that had a superior culture and civilization. A superior. Among all other races of people, they had a superior culture among all other races of people. You got 8 billion humans walking this earth as human beings. Among the 8 billion humans, our ancestors, the ancient Egyptians, had a superior culture and civilization, more so than any other race of people on earth. Why? Because they brought forth civilization by way of bringing forth the alphabet. And the first thing that you learn when you go to school is your alphabet. And from that alphabet, as a learner, you're able to read, write, and spell that makes you a literate person. And from that alphabet came music, the musical field, do, re, mi, so, fa, la, ti, do. The ancient Egyptians, our African ancestors, were the first musicians. Why? Because they created a musical field for music. The world would not have music today if it wasn't for our African ancient Egyptian ancestors creating that alphabet and being the Persian oldest literary people on earth. And from that alphabet came the musical scale. And the first musicians on earth are females, African females, Egyptian females. They created all forms of mathematics in order to build the greatest monument that has ever been built on planet Earth, and that's the Great Pyramid. You carry that, uh, your ancestors' greatness in your pocket, pocketbook, purses, every day. And that's that dollar bill. On the back of the dollar bill is a picture of the Great Pyramid built in ancient Egypt by our African ancestors, the Africans, known today as the ancient Egyptians. Also on the back of that dollar bill is a seal, that eagle. All that came out of ancient Egypt, too. That eagle is Horus of the Harakta. It's part of that dollar bill, and that is part of uh, uh, of America today. The dollar bill is the most valued currency on this planet called Earth. All currency throughout the world gets its value from the value of the dollar bill. 
So uh, that's my that's one of the chapters in there in my new book. And another new chapter in my new book is called Death and Destruction. The European influences white people's gift to the world. That's a gift. They gave us a gift. They gave the world a gift but it's based off of death and destruction. And I narrate how they did this. They gave us in this death and destruction of them coming from the European and the white race, they gave us lies, deceit, murder, injustice, corruption, greed, terrorism, militarism, sexism, racism, slavery, exploitation, misery, evilness, genocide, hypocrisy, cheating, healing, suffering. Um, death. I'm sorry. Drugs, disease, guns, bombs, bullets, thunder, violence, rape, sin, hate, white supremacy, white superiority, religion, mythology, and perverted scholarship. That's their contribution to this world of humanity. And they will continue doing this. The reason why they are con- they do this is because They are uncivilized. The moment that the Europeans will accept and, and uh, that they are uncivilized and inferior and become civilized, then all that will stop. So you cannot talk to him. You cannot bargain with him, terrorize his whole entire planet, including himself. Now, mind you, now listen to this. You got 8 billion humans in this world of all race, creeds, and color, but not one race of people living on Earth has ever invaded Europe and terrorized Europe. Not one. But the European has turned around and terrorize every race of people living on this planet Earth, including themselves. The only way that the European can stop that is to become civilized, a civilized people. And our ancestors, the ancient Egyptians, have been trying to civilize these Europeans for 2,000 553 years from the time of the entrance of Alexander the Greek into Egypt. 
So until he realizes that he's inferior, that he uh, is uncivilized and spiritually dead and is savage, that's the only way you can stop him. Other than that, he has armed himself with a hydrogen bomb with bombs and guns and bullets and airplanes and tanks and all types of armament to keep himself in power because he's inferior. Our ancestors didn't need all of that. And they live peacefully in this world among other humans that's walking this earth. And so he becomes to realize that he don't need all of that, that nobody's going to bother him. And, and, and become a civilized man, then that will stop. So is there any other questions, Brother Lane? Oh, let me tell you about my, I'll continue about my new book that's coming up. I got a chapter in there called America, the Hypocrite. And that's another dynamite chapter in there. Man, that's a dynamite chapter. America's a hypocrite. And do I talk about America? I lay it on the line. I'm not lying. Anything I say in my, in my writing or in my narration of history, I'm bringing you facts, which are stronger than arguments, more profound than reasoning, more dependable than opinions, silences dispute, supersedes prediction, and facts always in the argument. So anything I tell you is based off of facts, not belief. Belief is very dangerous. Belief, no. Belief is you telling the world that I don't know, but I believe it. Because you've been taught to believe it. So, um, that is some of the things that I'm excited about, about my book. And then the last section in the book is a picture gallery that I have showing us Africans in this country with their ancient Egyptian counterpart in picture form. That's a whole, that's a whole, whole lot of mine. So, is there any other questions, Brother Fahim, Brother Arlene? Um, we don't have any other questions right now, Baba. Is that you, Brother I don't Fahim? Have any you had another question? Yeah. Okay. Me, I don't have uh, you pretty much answered a lot of things for me uh, about everything uh, for uh, dealing with uh, still dealing with uh, the events and the, the times and dates and everything. Get that down real pat. And uh, like I said, I say it again. You need to be commended on that. So 
uh, all I got to say about it, really. And uh, great lecture. Great lecture. Thank you so much, Brother Fahim. I appreciate that. And that's what I live for, to bring this information to our people in the African community because nobody else is bringing it to them. See? Okay. I'll, in order for us to get out of this dilemma, we have, we have to use the discipline of history to do that. Not what he said or they said. He said, real history. That's right. It consists of time, people, and events. That's all it is. How we're going to get out of this dilemma that we're in. That's right. So I'm I'm glad that I am able to be 92 years old and have the sharp mind that I have. Yeah. So and I appreciate uh, Brother Arlene for creating a platform such as the one that I am on at this very moment for me to come on to give the information to our uh, African ancestors living in America. I would like for everybody listening in the listening audience to give Brother Aline a donation. Okay? Just a donation. Give him a donation for setting up and having a platform and a program like this, I can come on this program and give you in the African community information, historical information that you would need. And I and it takes a lot of time and effort because you gotta you gotta go here and post this over here and you gotta post that over there and you gotta Create and and then he 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 got he pays for this blog talk radio show. It's not free. They charge him. So give the brother the biggest donation that you can. Brother Lane, do you have PayPal or you have what way do you? Receive contributions or that you can receive contributions. Yes, um, we have um, PayPal as well as also we have a um, Cash App. The PayPal again? is PayPal is Cultural Freedom at Yahoo dot com. C U L T U R A L Cultural. Freedom, F R E E D O M, at yahoo.com. And the Cash App is, mm hmm. And the Cash App is the dollar sign, W A D I E R Y A N, Weighty Ryan. Okay. It's the Cash App. Okay. Do you have Zelle? 
No, we do not have Zell. No, we don't have Zell. Right, just PayPal and Cash App. And Cash App. And uh, you told them how they can... We have our donation page that if they want to, they can go on our website to our donation page and put forth a donation there. The website is Okay, where is the donation page? How did you get there? Um, DrAlimElBay.com. So D-R-A-L-I-M-E-L-B-E-Y.com. And go to the donation page once you get onto the website. Repeat that again, Brother Arlene. D-R-A-L-I-M-E-L-B-E-Y.com. DrAlimeLBay.com. Okay. And I suggest, uh, I'm asking you in the listening audience, to give Brother Lane the biggest donation that you can afford to give him. For creating a platform like this for an individual like myself to come on once a month now, we're going to do this once a month, to bring this type of information that no one else is bringing to our community. So give a brother a donation. Give him a decent donation. You know, don't be, I mean, you waste money every day on foolishness. You know, look what you pay to, to go to a movie today. If you take your uh, uh, your wife with your girlfriend or whatever the case might be, you got to buy two tickets. If you take yourself, you got to buy one ticket, and the one ticket is high. And then when you get in the show, you need some popcorn. Popcorn. Everything is hot. So I suggest that you give this brother the biggest donation that you can. Please do that. Okay? It's not be because I'm not cheap with the information that that he has set up his platform for me to come on to give you this information. Okay? So give it to give it to us once again, Brother Arlene, and then we'll put it to rest. You can go to the donation page on the website, drarlemelbay.com, D-R-A-L-I-M-E-L-B-E-Y, or our cash app, dollar sign, W-A-D-I-E-R-Y-A-N, dollar sign, Wadey Ryan, or you can go to our PayPal, which is culturalfreedom at yahoo.com. C-U-L-T-U-R-A-L, cultural, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, at yahoo.com. Now, Brother Lane, that's too much information, man. Everybody going to put all that down. Give one thought. Of how they can contribute. One source would be Cash App. Cash wait, App. Wait, hold on. Hold give one source. Hold it. Give one source and give it slowly. Slow. The one source. 
The one source is Cash App, dollar sign, W, A, D, I, E, R, Y, A, N, dollar sign, Weighty Ryan. That is the Cash App. Stop. Hold that again one more time. Slowly. Make sure that everybody got this information down. Give it to us. Cash App. Cash App. Dollar sign. W. A. D. I. E. R. Y. A. N. With dollar sign, all lowercase, Weighty Ryan, W. A. D. I. E. R. Y. A. N. Okay. Brother Elaine and the listening audience, brother, the biggest donation that you can. Okay, I'm asking you to do that. And I want you to continue to listen and come to this class that I give once a month on this uh, radio broadcast. I require you to have purchased both of my books I may give you an assignment in those books so you can further enhance your knowledge. So I'm not trying to sell you a book. I don't make a living selling books. Never did, never uh, will. So uh, just buy my book to help you as a student coming to this uh this platform that you have, and then I may assign you to read things, you know, like in my historical origin of Christianity book, on page 146, I have a chapter in there that says, why the matter of natural hierarchy has never been deciphered, you know, things like that. And uh, so I need you to read that and so forth and so on. So that's the reason why you need my book. So when you go to when you come in you you coming into the Aline the University of Aline L Bay. This is his university that he has opened up a platform for me to come in and teach at his university of Aline University of Aline L Bay. I am the principal teacher. This is a platform that he created for me. And when you go to a university, you have to, it's not free. You know, you know, they charge you a fee for becoming a student at their university. So I'm asking you to give the brother the biggest contribution that you can. So is there, are there any other questions, Brother Alain? Um, no, Bobby, it don't look like there's any other questions for tonight. Okay. We enjoyed you. 
We definitely appreciate you for coming on and giving us that excellent information. And hopefully everybody can grow from that information. Um, and they'll go back and listen to this show over and over again. It will be on Patreon as well as also on YouTube soon. So please stay tuned for that. Um, and you will be able to hear this excellent program, Historical Origin of the Bible, by Dr. Walter Williams. Thank you, Baba. Thank you, Brother Alain. Brother Fahim. Um, hold, hold on, Baba. You might got one question. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. Area code 334, do you have a question? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm John Thompson. And I have a question for Dr. Williams. How you doing, Dr. Williams? Fine, Brother Thompson. How you doing? Doing good. Good. Yeah. good. My question is on the four Gospels. I know you said it was in chronological order. It come with uh, Mark, Matthew, and Luke. I know I always heard you say John came later. And I want to ask Correct. you why John came later. Well, John came later because the creators of that Bible, which is called the King James Version, uh, Sir uh, Henry Bacon and Lancelot Andrews, they created the fourth gospel. So the fourth gospel came out in the King James Version. Erasmus only brought out three Gospels, Mark, Matthew, and Luke. So that fourth Gospel came out in the King James Version. That's history uh, did that. See? And okay. that Bible was on the British Bible for, to be used in all Protestant churches. So okay. that will be my answer to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, my brother. No other questions. There's no other questions. That was the last brother to raise his hand. Okay. Well, I had a ball tonight. I appreciate this platform that Brother Lynn has created for me to come on, to teach from. I certainly appreciate it. I uh, enjoy myself. I enjoy myself every time I come on uh, anyone's show to, to lend my voice to the confusion that's out here. I try to bring information that will enhance I'll go. So thank you again, Brother Lean. And to you, all of you brothers and sisters out there, I, Walter Williams, love you. So always remember that. I'm doing this because I love you. And thank you for listening. May I hotel? May I hotel?
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.